0: happy Monday this is crystal and I'm so glad that you're here today super glad to be recording again my kids are in summer school I know I think I mentioned that in the last episode and um, I have a moment alone I'm so excited I have like two or three hours that I am home alone and it's really nice so today we're getting into positive thinking and how being positive doesn't mean you're happy all the time and how to turn into a positive thinker so if you know my story if you've been following along with this podcast for the last couple years i think i started in 2018 so 2018 2019 2020 2021 so this is four years um, of podcasting and I've definitely come a long way and learned so much as I did a deep dive into um, positivity so that I can share it with you and so that I can learn for myself what works and what doesn't work and what's realistic and what to expect and how to process. And I've definitely learned so much. And the most important thing I learned is that you can't always think positive. That's just not how most of our brains work. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that are just amazing, probably enlightened people out there that, you know, can absolutely think positive all the time. I am not one of those people and that's okay. And you may not be one of those people and that's definitely okay um, because most of our brains don't work like that. Our brains like to keep us safe. And so when we try to do something that is outside of our comfort zone, Um, Even if it's just a little tiny bit outside of our comfort zone, our brains are immediately like, "Mm, nope, 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 nope. Let me scare you. Let me tell you, um, you can't do this. And it is to keep you safe, right? That's how our brains work. So for example, um, I started school this past semester was spring semester. And when I started um, algebra, that first weekend, I was so stressed out. And I remember driving down the road with the kids. I had just finished, you know, trying to learn this math online and I'm driving and my brain was just screaming at me, quit, quit, quit. You can't do this. You can't do this. You're never going to get it. You're going to fail. You're not going to reach your goal. And I wanted to cry. It was so annoying that I could hear this in my head and I could feel it in my body. I could feel the stress in my body. I could feel it in my neck. In my shoulders and in my back. That's where I carry most of my stress. And I just thought to myself, um, I I mean, I almost believed it for a little bit, right? I'm just driving around. I have the kids in the car. I'm in my head and I'm believing this. And then as we made our way, um, I think we just had errands and shoppings to do. I kind of got out of my head and into the world, which is good, right? To be in the moment. And once I got back I was able to finish my assignment and before I kid you not before I did every single assignment I would say I could do this I could do this I could do this I could do this I ended up with an A in that class it was hard not gonna lie it was hard but I knew I could do it um, deep down even though my brain was trying to keep me safe and say you know what just quit it's okay you don't have to fail just quit it's too hard and i'm so glad i didn't listen to my brain because it's one of the classes i needed so i can't move on without it so that's definitely um an example of how we can't always think positive it's not how our brains naturally work and there's no need to beat yourself up about it i used to to do that too and then i would um, feel so guilty for not thinking positive or not thinking of the best outcome And, um, and then that would just add to more negativity towards my day. So today I want to talk about, um, four ways that we can switch to positive thinking. And I just really hope that, you know, it's okay to not be a positive thinker. It's okay to have to work steps toward it. Um, we, I mean, it's okay to hear that negative voice in your head. You're going to hear it and it's definitely, uh, okay to not listen to it, right? You can Sometimes you'll listen to it and you might not do something that's outside of your comfort zone, but most of the time you have to push through the fear to get to a better life for yourself, a better part of yourself, a better version of yourself. You're going to have to push through that. So we're going to talk about how to switch into being a positive thinker. All right, jumping into what you can do to switch into positive thinking. And the first thing we're going to start off with is process your feelings. A lot of times when we get into a a positivity journey, we want to avoid any negativity, right? We just don't want to feel it. We don't want to process it. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to talk about it. And that is not the right way to do it you have to process the negative feelings. If you don't, they're gonna come back to bite you in every single imaginable way possible, especially pain in your body. All of those repressed negative feelings cause changes in our bodies. Um, if you're interested in learning more about that, I actually just finished reading this really good book and I'm actually walking over to get it so I can tell you the name of it. Um, It's called The Mind-Body Prescription, Healing the Body, Healing the Pain, and it's by John E. Sarno, MD. So this is a really, really good book. If you have back pain or knee pain or shoulder pain or any kind of pain, highly recommend um, reading this book. My sister gave this to me last month, and I already finished it. I'm about to start it over again really good book. But anyway, that is that just kind of solidified that book solidified the importance of why you have to process feelings. And like I said earlier, where I said I, I can feel the um, tension or stress, like I carry it in my back. I've had chronic back pain, almost um, since I can remember, like since, since a maybe 10, 10 year old. Um, Where I've gone to see doctors and there's really nothing wrong with me. Um, And then I did have something, you know, a herniated disc in my early in my mid 20s. And um, to the point now where it's not a chronic pain, it's not an everyday thing. And I'm kind of seeing how much stress and the weight of responsibility Um, and not dealing with the negativity or um, voicing my concerns really did fit into how my body felt and how I felt about myself and, you know, the chronic pain that I was dealing with. So definitely worth reading the mind body prescription. And definitely worth talking about processing those feelings doesn't mean that you have to be this crazy, angry person, you know, and if you want to be do it, who cares, right? You can be the crazy, angry person. God knows I've been the crazy angry person before and I'm sure at some point in my life I'll be there again but the important thing is is that we need to process these feelings you need to talk them out if you don't have anybody um, that you safe that you can vent to a spouse family friend a parent um, a best friend or oh, maybe you should consider getting a therapist or a counselor or a coach definitely worth mentioning um, because you need to be able to process your feelings safely. You can even try doing this on your own if you try doing morning pages. So morning pages are when you wake up, and the first thing you do is you grab a sheet of paper. So I like to do this in my digital journal. but You grab a sheet of paper, and you just write three pages worth of anything that's in your head, And it kind of helps you process feelings and get things out and even kind of helps you make a to-do list because sometimes that's in my head. And then I'll just write it out and transfer that list into my planner. Um, But it's a good way to get, you know, feelings and thoughts and emotions out on paper so that you can look at them in a new way and maybe, you know, figure out how to process them in your everyday life. Tip number two is we rework your mental voice. So I talked about my mental voice that said, when I started math, you can't do this, you can't do this, you're gonna fail. Um, And so we have to be able to figure out how to flip that voice, right? So one thing, uh, like I said, I use kind of like a mantra. I said, From that point on, every time I got back on my computer to do a math class or um, an exam or a lesson or whatever I had to do, I said, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, and kind of like hyped myself up, and I just kept saying that to myself over and over. So that's how you have to rework your mental voice. And you can try doing that with mantras. So find a mantra that works for you. Um, you can try words of affirmation if that is more your thing. kind of feel like they're kind of the same thing, like an affirmation phrase that works for you. I feel like that's kind of what the I can do this was for me that kind of put me in the right mindset. Um, you can write yourself a letter and then reread that letter every time that you know negative mental voice comes in your head that causes you to doubt yourself. You can reread that letter to yourself. Um, take a screenshot of the letter, put it as your background on your phone, or put it um, on your phone as a picture so that you can come back to it at all times. It's always with you, and you have it when you need it. Basically, whatever it takes to rework that mental voice in your head and kind of flip it so you're not paying attention to it. You're not believing it. You're not letting that that ego voice hold you down anymore. Um, number three is do something different. And it sounds so easy, right? Just do something different. So but what I mean by this is if you're in a negative place and you're just feeling like you're not going to be able to, um, again, let's go back to the math class, for example, you're not going to be able to do it or you're, um, I mean, yeah, basically, like you're not gonna be able to do it. Try doing something different. Maybe you go study in a different place. Maybe you go to the library or maybe you go to a coffee shop or maybe you completely stop studying altogether and you go work on a craft project or you go walk outside in nature. It's kind of like doing something different that's gonna take care of yourself and get some self-care in there so that you're not focused on The failure or the scary or the negativity part you can kind of rewire your brain and into thinking that you're doing something safe and something fun and something that you love and then you can go back into the hard thing that you're doing and you might have a different way of processing that because we sometimes just need that change of scenery when things are getting hard you know, to do something different. And also if we keep doing that same thing and we're getting the same results, nothing's ever going to change, right? So we we have to do something differently. So figure out what is your hard thing? Um, What can you... What kind of feelings are you having about that? How can you process those feelings? Are you going to write them down? Are you going to vent them um, to a trusted person? And then how are you going to rework your mental voice? Do you have an affirmation phrase? Do you have a mantra? Are you going to journal this out? Are you going to you know, write it out every single morning? Are you going to envision how success looks like in that situation? And let that um, be like your, your anchor, to get you over the hard parts. You can even make a vision board. You can create a vision board um, of your of your goal, of your success and let that be in view everywhere, you know, wherever you're working so that when you do get those, I, I'm in a tough spot, I'm in a hard spot, I'm not gonna be able to do this. When you get in those um, brain patterns, you can look or read or see, you know, this end goal and know that you're gonna get there and be able to work through the hard part. Um, And then just make sure that you do take time to do something differently. Sometimes it's just working in a different spot. Like I said, um, I found a new coffee shop near my house that I fell in love with. And I was able to go in there and get like two exams done and uh, brand work that I do on the side. And it was just really nice to get away from the house to be able just to focus on what I needed to do. And sometimes it's just about that different, you know, change in scenery. And then sometimes I need to do something different altogether. Like when my brain was telling me you're, you're going to fail, you're not going to do this. It's not, it's not going to work for you. Sometimes I just need to get up and maybe run errands or walk the dog or soak in a sea salt bath, whatever it takes. I'm going to do it because I don't want to listen to um, that negative part of my brain. And I also don't beat myself up anymore when I do have those um, negative moments or I do need to feel those negative feelings because it's normal. It's completely normal. And it's part of our human experience. We're going to have those thoughts. We're going to have those feelings. We're going to have those days. The important part to know is that you're passing through. You don't have to live there, right? You're passing through um. You know, maybe you're passing through despair or grief or sadness, depression. You can pass through all of that and just know that that is not where you live. And you are going to get to a better spot, better place, better thought, reach for, you know, that next best thought. So that's it for today. Um, I'd love to know what do you do to turn from negativity into thinking more positively. You can connect with me. Email it's crystal at lovemorelibless.com or find me on Instagram. My handle is at lovemore underscore live blessed. And please remember that self-care matters because you matter. So make sure you take time to take care of yourself this week.